morning, everyone. Uh, thank you for joining this morning session. I'm Asha Mane. I'm a plant pathology graduate student. I work with Dr. Tamara Jackson and Dr. Sydney Everhart. This is my second year participating in the extension program. So you probably have never seen me in person before. I really look forward to uh, meeting everyone next year in person. This morning, I'm going to give some updates on soybean diseases, but mainly I will be focusing on the fragile leaf spot disease. I'm going to discuss how to identify the disease, what are the available management options, and also I'm going to talk about what we have learned recently about the fungicide resistance uh, in the state. Every now and then I will also share some useful resources since we have a limited time and if I'm not able to share detailed information, I would refer to some useful resources. So fragile leaf spot, the disease has already been spreading across many fields here. What you can see here uh, on the leaf image on the right side is how the fragile leaf spot disease looks like. It usually has tan or gray colored lesions and a dark red or purple border. And a characteristic of the lesions is there is a dark spot at the center. So you will basically, you will mainly see this leaf, uh, these lesions on the leaves in the upper canopy, but sometimes they can also be seen on soybean stem or pots and seeds as well. If the weather is, if the weather is warm, and humid because of frequent raining or irrigation that might make the disease worse. When it comes to disease management for soybean diseases, application of foliar fungicide has been, is being used for a really long time. And there are three classes of fungicides that we usually use for soybean. One of them is, one of them are strobilurin. They are also known as QOI group of fungicides from FRAG group 11. The second class is DMI fungicides. They are from FRAG group three. And SDHI fungicides are from FRAG group seven. Specifically talking about Praga leaf spot disease management, the strobilurins or QOI fungicides they have always been a choice because historically the strobilurins were the most effective against disease management. The current issue is that we now have resistance developed against this class of fungicides. Resistance to strobilurins has already been reported in many areas across the United States. You can see a map here which shows how from year 2010 to 2017, the resistance was found in different locations in 240 counties across 14 different states. So now this map is only covering the data from year up to 2017. Later in 2018, Resistance was 
found in one of our neighboring states, including South Dakota and Iowa State. In South Dakota, four counties in the southeast, south, uh, four counties in the southeast, and 51 counties in the Iowa state is where they found resistance to trouble rains. Now, for our state, Nebraska, the resistance was for, for the, reported for the first time in last year in 2019. You are able to see a county map here, and some counties are highlighted yellow. These, these are the counties where we found resistance in year 2019. What I want to add here that these were the only counties from we had samples and we found resistance in every single one of them. This is really alarming. This states that this, this problem could get severe in the upcoming years. And because these were the only counties from where we had samples, we didn't really know how widespread the issue is for the state. Which is why in 2020, we conducted a sample collection with the intention of covering more counties. Before I share more details on this, I really want to thank Nebraska Serbian Board for providing funding for this uh, very significant project. I also want to thank uh, everyone who contributed to this work by sharing the samples with us. Because of all the help that we received from a lot of extension educators and crop consultants, we were able to collect samples from 120 fields across 47 counties. What I'm currently working on is screening the samples to check whether they are sensitive or resistant to strawberry rains. The work is still under progress, but what I can share now is we are definitely finding much more resistance in, in other counties as well. At one point, we intend to share detailed information uh, of, about this work so in the upcoming months, you will probably find that information published in one of our CropWatch articles, so be on the lookout for that. So as we all know that fungicide application is it's a very common strategy for serving disease management. But now we are able to see that the resistance is spreading and it is really challenging to use fungicides for disease management. At the same time, currently we, we don't have information about how do Nebraska producers make the decision to apply fungicides. So we are conducting a survey. The goal of this survey is we want to understand which diseases the producers believe to be more important to them. Also, we want to identify what are the factors or what are the sources of information that you use while making decisions related to fungicide application? The data or information that we will collect through this survey, we are going to use it to update our recommendations to growers, 
this survey will really be helpful to customize to customize our programs on fungicide usage and improve education on on this topic this the survey can be taken either on paper or online so you will either receive a printed copy or a link via email but you need to take the survey only once it will take around 10 minutes to complete this survey it is completely anonymous you are not expected to provide any information any personal information or name is not required for for, for the survey this is only for research purposes there are no emotional or any other risks involved in the survey so i really encourage all of you to take the survey or spread a word about this and help us improve fungicide education in the state moving forward uh, as chris mentioned before the 2021 weed guide is now available we also have some uh, additions done in this year's weed guide those are uh, listed here so please uh, you can have look at this information. Also, in the 2021 weed guide, the all the products uh, are provided in tables and they are sorted according to their fungicide class. So uh, we hope that is helpful. You can also find uh, details on the fungicide products, their frag groups, uh, active ingredients, and information on mixed mode of action fungicides. Now I'm going to switch topic a little bit and talk about fungicide trials that we have conducted last year. In 2020, Dr. Pamela Jackson Zim's lab conducted a fungicide trial. It was done at the UNL Haskell lab near Concord, Nebraska, which is in the northeast part of the state. And we had a substantial disease pressure at that location now in this image what you can see is the is the disease ratings let me walk you through this now in the graph the bigger is the bar the more is the disease the the first bar which is at the extreme left is a non-treated control and if you compare is the non-treated control and we used a variety of uh, fungicide products that from different classes this was to show a comparison between a single mode of action and mixed mode of action so as you can see compared to the control every treatment that was provided did reduce the disease but if you see group 11 which is strobilin or qi group of fungicides they are not as effective as the other other group of fungicides the class 7 group of fungicides maybe uh, do look uh, slightly better in disease control compared to 11 and group fungicide class three is still better than class seven but really from this graph the best option for disease control in probably leaf spot is using the mixed mode of action fungicides as you can see 
the combination of three and seven or combination of three, seven and 11 is uh, really working better than using single mode of action fungicides. Apart from using the application of foliar fungicides, we, there is another significant strategy is using resistant varieties. So since at this time, you are, your, your customers might be in the process of selecting varieties, so it would be recommended to select resistant varieties. The commercially available varieties are available for diseases, including fragile leaf spot and sudden death syndrome. For serving cyst nematodes, we have now a new, two, two new varieties, which have a different source of resistance than what we used to use before. For the old for the old variety that was available, now we have resistance uh, developed in nematodes. So it would be recommended to use this new variety or rotate with this new one uh, in order to have uh, in order to reduce the serving cyst nematode disease. Just to summarize this uh, session for the management of fragile leaf spot. What is recommended is to select resistant varieties and use mixed mode of action fungicides. And once again, I would remind you to please take the survey if you are receiving a hard copy or online version and help us uh, improve the education, uh, education programs regarding the fungicide usage. If you have any questions, please use the chat box. Uh, we will address them at the end of the session. And thank you, everyone.